I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listeners Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listeners Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. guys, this week's episode for our Patreon listeners is the tale of Mr. Jeremy Fisher by Beatrix Potter. Thank you so much for your support. And for all of you BKFK listeners, we have another story written by us. You should know by now, we love stories about monsters and magic. So without further introduction, we bring you Blind Date. The Medusa was a hideous creature. She had the body and face of a beautiful woman, but her hair was a nest of venomous snakes. Any creature that looked upon her was instantly petrified. It was turned into stone. She lived alone in a remote and gloomy valley in an elaborate series of caves in the side of a mountain. Outside her cave were countless statues. They appeared to be of the most intricate design. There were statues of knights in armor with swords held aloft, magicians with hands raised as if they were casting a spell, and adventurers seated on winged horses. There were tall ones, short ones, fat ones, thin ones, but one thing they all had in common. Their faces were contorted in shock and fear. These were no ordinary statues. They were all once alive and had sought to defeat the Medusa, but each had gazed upon her and was turned to stone. For this reason, the Medusa was hated, feared, loathed, and her name was Margaret. Ugh. She sighed, strolling through the dark corridors of her lair. I'm so bored, reviled by the world, alone with only these statues to keep me company. Why did they have to keep coming to defeat me? I wasn't doing them any harm just because of my hairstyle. The snakes nodded their heads and hissed in agreement. I need a distraction, a diversion, some form of entertainment. She slithered to her study where she kept her treasure. There were piles of gold, magical rings, cloaks, wands, jewels and potions all of which she'd claimed from the unlucky adventurers that visited her. But she had come in the study for her crystal ball. Now, with a normal crystal ball, you can look into it and see the past, the future, and faraway places. But Margaret's crystal ball was a crystal ball pro. It was wonderful. It could do all the things a normal crystal ball could and more. It could display moving pictures, play sounds, 
and be used to send and receive messages. She would write these messages by punching a series of buttons at the base of the ball. She could also control the crystal ball with a little grey mouse that was attached to the ball by its tail. When she found something she liked, she patted the head of the mouse with her pointy finger. The mouse would give a little squeak and the crystal ball would follow her directions. She loved watching moving pictures about little kittens playing with wool. <laughs> little babies saying the darndest things. <laughs> People having ridiculous accidents. <gasps> which she actually found a bit too cruel. Her favorite was watching unboxing moving pictures in which there would be fun and lively magical creatures saying something like, Hi guys, today I've got something amazing to show you. It's the new clockwork dragon. You just wind it But she'd watch so many of these that she was bored. She wanted something different. Someone or something to talk to. Then she had an idea. She furiously tapped a few buttons, tapped the little mouse's head, and welcome to Monstrous Match, she heard from the ball, where we will find the perfect partner for a meaningful and lasting relationship. The ball began to ask the Medusa questions. Age? 57. Height? Perfect. Hair color? Greenish, brownish, and uh, moving. Interests? Statues? Reptiles? Defeating adventurers and hiking. It continued to ask her more and more detailed questions until it came up with a list of portraits of possible matches. She began to look through them. No, no, too many tentacles. Too slimy. Ugh, far too many heads. And then... Aha, uh -huh. well look at this handsome fellow. The wizard Phineas Fizzlewit. Beautiful long beard, stylish pointy hat, enjoys toads, bat swings, and brooms. Perfect! She tapped the mouse, which squeaked, and the crystal ball gave a loud ping. The next day, she heard a knock at the door. She was so excited! Her heart was thumping in anticipation. She straightened out her dress, took a deep breath, calmed herself and opened the door. Before her was a rather skinny man with a long grey beard, a robe covered with stars and moons and a long pointy hat. With a shy smile, he raised his hands in which he had a beautiful bunch of roses and said, How do you do, madam? He didn't finish his sentence. The poor fellow had turned to stone. Oh, bother, said Margaret, slapping her head in frustration. A sleeping snake hissed in surprise. Back to the ball, I suppose. So she continued searching on the Crystal Ball Pro for her perfect match. Poisonous fumes. Oh, that won't do. Undead Lord? Dead boring, if you ask me. Look at the horns on that one's back! Ugh! And then... Aha! Uh -huh. 
Stanley the Stone Giant. A stone giant is basically a huge human that typically lives in the mountains and whose weapon of choice is stones and boulders. Enjoys terrorizing villagers, hurling boulders at passers-by, and quiet dinners. Sounds perfect, especially the stone part. So again, she tapped the mouse and waited. The next day, she heard heavy footsteps outside. Oh, he's here! He's here! Said the Medusa, excitedly clapping her hands together. She heard a knock on the door that sent shockwaves through her cabin. She flicked her snakes into a stylish upstyle and trotted to the front door to open it. Outside, all she saw was a huge pair of muscly and rather dirty legs stretching up to the sky. She looked up the legs and saw a monstrously big belly covered with scars. Next to it was a massive hand in which there was a large box of chocolates wrapped with a red ribbon. She looked even further up and saw the craggy face of Stanley the Stone Giant. He looked down, hopefully, and in an instant, he too turned to stone. He went crashing to the ground and was reduced to a pile of rubble. Margaret cursed, closed the door, and continued her search. Why do they always have to keep looking at me? She complained. Over the next few weeks, many would-be partners came. There were goblins, centaurs, trolls, and ogres, all of which were turned to stone. And then she discovered something interesting on Monstrous Match. Maybe, just maybe, this was the one. The next day, she heard a horse approaching. Her heart skipped a beat. Then came a gentle knock on the door. She opened the crack and peeped out. There he was, a tall, well-built man in a gleaming suit of armor. He had a mighty sword on his belt, a majestic shield, and no head. Greetings, madam, came a voice from somewhere around his chest. I am the Headless Horseman. Did he turn into stone? Well, he had no head. So, no, he did not. Margaret laughed with delight, knocked her arm with his, and took him inside for tea. At last, the solitude of being the lonely villain was over. The headless horseman's horse, obviously turned to stone, at first sight of Margaret. So from then on, he was simply known as the Headless Man. But they were a perfect match. They entertained each other, they laughed together, and terrorized foolish adventurers together, happily ever after. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bye Kids for Kids Storytime. Performed by Maya Degenhardt, Moga Shargle, and Max and Ruby Juice. Hey guys. 
If you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.